You are now tuned in to the Let's Talk Money Honey podcast, a bi-weekly conversation where I'll be spilling the tea on entrepreneurship. I'm your host, Khadija Bingham, CEO of Money Honey Financial, and I am here to candidly share my experience as a new entrepreneur. Whether you are currently an entrepreneur, someone who's considering entrepreneurship, or just interested in hearing my journey, I am here to encourage, motivate, and most of all, keep it real with you. Thank you so much for tuning in, and I cannot wait for you to listen. Welcome back to another episode of Let's Talk Money, Honey. Wow, it has been so long. It feels like forever since I've released an episode. And trust me when I tell you, I have good reason. Um... I feel like so much has happened over the last couple of months that I don't even know where to begin. Um, So how about this? Actually, let's talk about why I've been MIA for so long, because my crazy self would decide to start a podcast during my most busiest season of the year. But that's neither here nor there because we're back and I am dedicated and committed to making sure that I am releasing an episode every other week. And this time around, I have a team of people holding me accountable to get the things done that I say that I'm going to do. But let's rewind back to uh, February. Was that the last time? I don't know. A lo- the winter time. <laughs> let's rewind back to the winter when I did not release the next episode of Let's Talk Money, Honey. So in early January, y'all, I had, it was either early January or either late January or early February. I had a health scare and uh, it completely halted everything that wasn't necessary for me in my business. The only thing that was like really necessary for me in my business were like, for me, I continued to work out, saw family, friends, all that good stuff. And for my business... I got tax returns out, Um, but I didn't even do that at the pace or the capacity that I would have liked. I fell so far behind. So uh, late, either late January or early February, I um, had this health scare. So like, let me walk you all through what that even looked like. So, you know, last year I moved back to Philly and uh, because of that, I had to get all new doctors. But last year, I didn't have health insurance. This year, I did. It all kicked in um, starting January 1st. So that's honestly a whole other episode. Like, how do entrepreneurs get health insurance? Because that was a hot-ass mess. So I started to make my appointments at the top of the year. And uh, I made an appointment for OB- my OBGYN. That was first up. Because if you know me and you know me well, you know I do not play about that birth control. So I went to my appointment. It was this new woman. Um, She's an older black lady. She was very nice, very thorough. Really enjoyed my experience there. The office is kind of sketchy. It's like in the hood, but you know, you can't have it all. She did a great job with the exam. She like feeling and touching me up. And then she found a lump on one of my breasts. She found this lump. She placed my hand on it. She... Asked me if I felt it. I said yes. And she's like, listen, like it's not moving. So or it some I don't remember something. She's like, I'm not super concerned about it, but I want you to go get it checked out. Immediately, I start to think about 
okay, well, my grandmother had breast cancer. My grandmother was a breast cancer survivor. So like, maybe that means I do have it. And uh, she made it clear that like my grandmom having breast cancer doesn't increase my chances. It impacts my mom's chances, but it doesn't impact mine. If my mom was to have had breast cancer, then that would um, impact my chances. But y'all, this is early in the morning. It's like a Tuesday or a Wednesday, maybe even a Thursday. It's not Friday. I know that it's not Friday. And uh, there's work to be done. I have the office. I'm going into the office that day. I actually had a client coming into the office that day. So I tried not to focus on the fact that like she found a lump on my boob. I'm trying to just go through the day. I get to the office. I start making phone calls. I call the insurance company because like with new insurance and then needing to see a specialist and then needing to see a specialist to get something done that they usually don't give to people until they're a certain age was like difficult. People were answering pretty like quickly. So like I wasn't on any holds for long, but nothing was getting done. So fast forward, I like decide to uh, give it a break for the day. I'm like, you know what? I'll revisit this tomorrow while I'm home. Like my team doesn't need to like hear all these conversations. I don't need to like stress them out or even get myself flustered because like I kind of need to have it together. Well, baby, I was fine that whole day. I like caught my mom. I told her, asked her not to share it with like my grandma or anybody. Like, let's not worry anybody until we know if something is wrong. So the next day comes, I try and call to make the appointment and they're giving me the runaround. And y'all, at this point, this is where like, it like hits me that I might have breast cancer and y'all know me. I'm like, maybe y'all don't know, but I'm very patient. I don't get flustered easy. I don't get mad at customer service people quickly. Like I'm really usually patient about this, but this lady was so insensitive and just nasty that it really like boiled my blood. And before I could like snap out on her, I just hung up on the phone. I hung up the phone because I could feel myself like getting like flustered and stressed. And I just broke down crying. And I'm just like in my home office crying. And I pick up the phone and I call my mom and I feel bad because it's early and my mom works overnight. So she sleeps late. And I call her and I'm, you know, like heaving into the phone and I'm like, mom, and she's like, what's wrong? Like, what's wrong? And I'm like, mom, I'm just trying to find out if I have breast cancer and nobody wants to help me. And I'm just crying and crying and crying. And uh, oh, my God, I'm like getting a little like choked up now, just recalling the whole situation. And my mom is like the best mom. Like it was in that moment, I just really felt like a baby like I needed my mom and she was like I'm coming over I'll be right there so she got up brushed her teeth threw some clothes on and came over to my house and like literally did what moms do I don't know why it was so easy for her she made two phone calls Maybe I let's say like let's I'm gonna give myself some credit. Let's say I did I laid the groundwork. But she made two phone calls and the appointment was made. Unfortunately, like the appointment was like a week, a little after a little over a week out. So 
it was a little over a week out. So, um, like I still had to like spend time thinking about it, but I was so grateful in that moment that my mom was so close and I didn't, and I think I'm just realizing now that like, there's like been a lot of things recently that like I've been feeling grateful for from moving back home with family, but it's just hitting me that like that moment wouldn't have been that moment if I wasn't here. Um, so I'm grateful to have had my mom be so close to just come. Wow. I'm really crying on this podcast episode. I'm just grateful to have had my mom able to come like really to my rescue. And I felt bad because like, <laughs> after I got myself together, I went and woke my boyfriend up and asked him if he could, he had fell asleep on the couch and like asked him if he could leave because my mom was on her way. And he was really supportive because I scared him too. Cause I still had like tears and, and worry in my voice and tears in my eyes. And he's just like, Oh my God, like, is everything okay? And he was really supportive. Like, look, like if you ever feel like like you can come, like you can come wake me up too. Like you don't have to deal with this stuff by yourself. So fast forward, y'all, I'm really crying. I cannot believe this. And I got on makeup. I'm ruining it. Um, so uh, Saturday, I think this was, this, maybe this was either a Friday or a Saturday. I don't know. The days kind of all blend, blended, but no, no, this was a Friday. And uh, my appointment wasn't until like over a week. It wasn't the next week. It was the week after next. And uh, y'all, I literally spent a week, over a week. I spent over a week wondering how I would run my business while getting chemo once a week. And I started to doubt if I made the right decision to leave my job, because I was wondering if something like this would have been easier to deal with if I was at a nine to five. And let me tell you, like when you are worried about your health, everything goes out the window. Like I cared about my clients, but like, (laughs) I didn't care about, I wasn't thinking about the tax refunds, right? Like that's why everything that wasn't absolutely necessary came to a halt. The newsletter, I stopped that. The the um podcast, I stopped recording that. Um the weekly emails I was sending to everybody who joined the like saving money challenge, I stopped sending that and uh, because it wasn't necessary and it wasn't top of mind for me. And then it was like, I finally get to have my appointment or I reached out to a few people. One friend wrote, I know she did a lot of research on cancer. So I'm like, if I have cancer, like, can I call you? And she's like, yeah, of course. So like, she was really supportive. Um, And I'm sitting here crying, like, as if I'm sick because I'm not. (laughs) So I guess I'll fast forward. I finally get the appointment, wait a couple of days to get my results or didn't even need to wait to get results because um, they didn't see anything when they did it. They knew right away. They didn't see anything. Um, And it just so happened that that the day of my appointment was also the day. Oh, so maybe this was February. This wasn't January at all. 
the day of my appointment was the day of like my one year anniversary from leaving my full time job. So after my appointment, me and my mom went to go um, eat seafood boil bags. And that was like my celebration. I guess I was celebrating not having breast cancer and also celebrating um, being an entrepreneur for one year. And it was just like during that time. I fell so behind on everything. And while maybe it was like a two week period, two weeks during your very busy time, it was like I was all the preparation I did. I was underwater for the rest of tax season. And to be completely honest, I just now feel like I'm getting caught up. Like the whole rest of tax season, I felt behind so many things to review, so many clients to get back to. And it was while tax season, I am grateful for having my team because it wouldn't have been a thing if I didn't have them. Um, I wouldn't have been able to do it if I didn't have them. And while I'm grateful for the numbers that we did, the revenue that I generated, I didn't hit the goals that I wanted to set for myself, but I think we did a really good job. I still know that things could have been much better. So I think that like this scare literally helped shift the way I think about my business. Because like I said, I spent two weeks wondering like, how am I going to do this if I have to go to chemo once a week? Like, am I going to be taking calls from chemo? Am I going to share with people that I'm going through this? Do I try and make it seem like business as usual? Um, All of these thoughts were going through my head. I even planned out my cancer survivor party. It was going to be 50 shades of pink. Like I, I, I planned, it was literally the only thing I could think about. But what I'll say I took from this experience was two things. One, I am like never doing routine checkups around (laughs) around tax season. Like if I feel like I need to go because I'm sick, I'll go. But anything routine can happen a couple of months before or immediately after. I am not messing myself up like that again unless I absolutely need to. And secondly... I will say that this experience completely shifted my perspective on what it is that I'm trying to build. It helped me to realize that I need to be focusing on how to build a business that can continue to support me even when I can't show up for it. And during that period, I started to it helped me started start to think differently. And because I am now thinking in a way of me building something that no longer needs me in order for it to run, I think that I feel more confident in the longevity of my business one day. Um, we're not there yet, but I'm working towards something now, right? Like I'm working towards a business that can take care of me when I'm sick. I'm working towards a business that can continue to grow when I'm on maternity leave one day. A business that can continue to grow if I want to spend a month in another country just traveling. So I started, I started like during tax season, I 
hired someone to do bookkeeping. So I outsource a lot of the bookkeeping now. I now have an intern who does all the communication. So as you'll see, or as you may have seen, the newsletter is back. Um, but that's not solely on me anymore. I have someone who's actually creating the content for the newsletter. I have an assistant now whose job is to solely help me communicate with clients because um, I don't do a great job at that and to help keep me and the business and our goals organized and to help really create some sort of function um, and real systems and processes for the business. So all of that came out of a very scary time that like I didn't even realize impacted me like that until I'm sitting here crying in this mic. Like what is going on? Um, but I tell this story on during this welcome back podcast episode to say that that is why I have been away. That was the beginning of it. And now I feel like I'm finally ready to be back. Like I feel like I'm ready to commit to showing up, to providing content to you guys um, every other week because truthfully, these last couple of months, imposter syndrome has really, really been a thing. Like, I think that people think that imposter syndrome is reserved for people who are trying to make themselves fit into white spaces or for black people who are trying to make themselves fit into white spaces or for women who are trying to make themselves fit into male dominated spaces. But imposter syndrome exists for entrepreneurs too. Like I fell behind. I had clients that weren't happy with me and it really just, while there were a lot of clients that were happy, there were the few that weren't, it just, it hits your ego and it makes you wonder like if you should be doing this. Um, and I'm finally getting to a space where I'm getting out of that. I don't even know if I'm fully out of it. I don't know. But what I do know is that I'm ready to start sharing my story again and sharing tips and helping entrepreneurs um, and like, yeah, sharing my story. And I just needed to, I guess, get to this point before I started creating content again, before I, I don't know, y'all, but I feel like I'm rambling. So we're going to cut this episode short here. Um, thank you for tuning in. Please, if this has inspired you to do anything, please like share. Like, cause I'm really vulnerable right now. I'm crying on this joint. This is crazy. But yeah, so if this has inspired you in any way, leave some comments, give me some five stars, and then make sure you tune in and you check back in two weeks from now um, to hear our next episode. I have decided that I am going to start inviting guests to be a part of the episodes. Um, there's a lot of things as an entrepreneur that I'm struggling with, and I know a lot of cool people who are doing things really well. So I kind of also want to use this as a time and a space to really like get their advice as I go through this journey, because while I feel like year one of entrepreneurship was a breeze, year two has been kicking my ass. Um, and while I finally feel like I'm slowly getting on top of things, I know that there's still a lot more room to grow. But I'm confident that we're going to get there. So thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Let's Talk Money, Honey. And I'll see you in two weeks with a more structured episode. <laughs> Talk to you later.